0: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. You're listening to The Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe
1: on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
2: You leave, cause darling I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream.
1: Your chance to take it, to the, it to the bank on the text line. Eight five five two eight two eighty-two fifty-five. at the text don't get read, that's Charlie's fault. Eight five five two eight two eighty-two fifty-five. Take it to the bank. Whatever bold prediction you wanna make, Matt Wheaters will save the season. Spinner's fooling all of us. He's really a chatty, funny guy. Bold Predictions brought to you by Triad Bank, where you can take it to the bank. Take your banking business to them. In Frontenac, located on Clayton Road, one block west of Lindbergh, it's triadbanking.com. That's where you find them on the web looking to do more business with your company. Talk to Jim Ragnar, anybody on his team, because they are St. Louis people. The bank was started here. So when you talk about that loan or what you want to get done, they're in St. Louis. The decisions are made here. 2005 is when they started Triad Bank. Check them out in person or online at triadbanking. dot com. I know we're going to get to Strick uh, in a little bit, but can we play the the Mo? This is John Mosalek was a guest with Frank Cusimano earlier today, <laughs> and I think we had heard, and I think Derek Gould reported. That Ozuna checked in about 25 pounds heavier than last year. Been working out a lot, you know, so I think there's been some concern. What? <laughs> Here's the exchange.
0: How about the uh, Marcel Ozuna situation? Uh, not able to throw the ball, and I'm not sure about his his fitness at this point. How do you see his off season and what you're seeing right now in Jupiter?
3: Well. Um, I'm not sure why you
1: stated the fitness part, but I feel like uh, he's in good shape. I, f-
2: <laughs>
1: I feel like he's in good shape. I'm not sure why you stated the fitness part. Now look,
2: and if Frank had just said, "Well, I saw him," and all I'm saying is, <laughs> I was down there for a week. Marcel's doing a great guy, great guy. Don't get me wrong. Uh,
0: here you go. Did a nice uh-huh. little interview.
2: But look,
1: what
0: it, Hoff earlier said. No offense. No offense. Said, Hockey parents are nuts.
2: Here's what I'll say though.
0: They are, and Texas agreed with me. Now, who's the uh, former Missouri basketball coach? Great guy. You're giving Kim him Anderson. the Kim Anderson treatment now. Marcelo Zuna's getting the Kim Anderson treatment. Okay, look. <laughs> he has a
2: little bit of a, a boiler. Kind of. But I will say this. As a person who once, I had a shoulder injury where I wasn't able to do anything. And I think if he had shoulder surgery, sometimes even running or doing any type of conditioning will jar that. So let's see how he looks opening day and if he uses this month to maybe get trim for the regular season.
1: And Mo could have said, hey, listen, he's still kind of working his way back. He wasn't able to do any activity, I knew because I bopped down there to check on him because we <laughs> hadn't heard in a while. I think he could have explained it, but I guess he doesn't want to get into where he's bashing his guys all the time because Carlos has been sort of bashed um, a little I'm not sure why you stated the fitness part, but I feel like uh, <laughs> he's in good shape. All right. <laughs> and then in a, in a month, the, he's actually going to have an extended spring
2: a little bit's going to be for conditioning. And, look, you don't have to be Adonis to hit a baseball, right? If he goes out there and mashes. Why do you hate
1: Tyler O'Neill? Okay, he oh. does.
2: But I'm saying there's different ways to, uh, what do you call it, skin a cat. And, hey, look, if they both hit 30 homers and Tyler O'Neal looks like a bodybuilder and Marcelo Zuna, whichever way he looks, if he gets back to 2017 Marcelo Zuna, it's all good.
1: Is there any part of it, too, where you got a guy who's going to be a free agent if you maintain, I mean, if the Goldschmidt thing, let's say he doesn't want to come back, let's say he does want to go to Houston, then you look around and say, well, maybe we got to, Ozuna's well, having a monster year. We've got to try and keep this guy. you got to be a little careful that you don't build a negative relationship, right? I just don't see or that
2: you. happening with Marcelo Ozuna. I feel like the whole time when they made that deal, it was a two-year stopgap. He's a Boris guy. I just don't think there's a very good chance that he's with the Cardinals beyond 2019.
1: Uh, let's talk some hockey. The Blues, Chuck, they've been good lately. Seven Pretty straight good. at home. It's been 17 years since that kind of streak on home ice. And also the Binner, Sanity, Binnington, Winnington. He is 15-2-1. And, and Andy Strickland is at the rank. The boys are at the Mills.
3: Strick, how are you? Uh, you know, I hate to interrupt your Ozuna talk. I'm sure it was very riveting. Uh, I here we want go. to hear <laughs> about Marcel Ozuna. I mean, this is very critical at this point in time to be breaking down his contract and whether or not he's going to stay or leave. I get it. Hey, you didn't
1: didn't answer your phone, son, okay? So we went in in another direction. Have you sat down with uh, Tarasenko yet?
3: No, they're in a meeting right now, and I don't know why. Uh, I didn't hear the phone ring a few minutes ago, although I had my uh, ringer off, so that's probably something to do with it. But I thought I would have felt it in my pocket, so I apologize. that's fine. It's fine. Hey,
1: do you think, and we've been talking about Jordan Bennington kind of, uh, you know, being real quiet or dry at the microphone. Do you think he's kind of like a silent assassin? We're really behind the persona he's given us that he might be kind of sarcastic and might actually be kind of funny.
3: Well, let me tell you this right now. It is a, and this is not, uh, I don't mean this in any disrespect whatsoever because I think it's absolutely hilarious, but this is complete shtick. And I think it's brilliant on his behalf. I mean, his teammates absolutely love it uh they think it's hilarious the national hockey league has gotten behind it. i think they put out a video today of some of his best sound bites and that's just jordan bennington kind of falling into a personality and getting into character and um and following through with it now you watch him play and he is extremely calm i mean that's who he is on the ice as well i mean he's not going to get too rattled ever i mean at least based off of what we've seen so far But, you know, I think it's close to who he is as a personality, but I think all the guys are getting a kick out of it, and I think he is too.
2: It's good for business too. I 100% agree with you. I've seen here if a reporter asks him a yes-no question, he's going to just reply yes or no. And then it's kind of funny when everybody looks at him like, are you going to give us more? And he says, no, you're going to have to ask me more.
3: Yeah, no, I think so. But he's also having fun with it because I think he's being egged on by his teammates and encouraged to continue to do that. I think behind the scenes, when he's finished with it and they go back and watch the video, I just think they find it hilarious. And <laughs> you know now it's caught on. I think the fans love it too. I mean, this guy has become an instant uh, sensation here in St. Louis. You know, um, how long have Blues fans and people here in St. Louis been waiting for a goaltender to just become the story in a positive way and truly carry the team? You know, I'm about to sit down with Jay Beameister as well this morning who's playing some of his best hockey, probably as confident as he's been since the 2013-14 season when he was like a plus 26 and had 37 points and represented Canada in the Olympics. I mean, he's playing some of his best hockey. But don't be confused with the correlation between getting good goaltending and all of a sudden the rest of your defense looking good um, because he's playing some great hockey right now. And, and, you know, he's not the only one either. And um, listen, when you get goaltending, it completely changes everything within your hockey team it's it's been refreshing i I love the fact too guys that you know not only is he the story but he's a fresh voice he's a fresh face and to go along with the way the season kind of began to have somebody new come in and in a way save the season it's been unreal It's been spectacular to see firsthand
1: do you think that the blues have well first of all let me go back do you think that the preds were in their heads at all didn't mean to rhyme do you think that nashville had a little bit of a Hold over the Blues psyche, and now that that has flipped completely?
3: Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, they only had 15 shots on goal last night. You know, um, I don't really like Nashville's team. i got to be honest with you. I mean, they've got some good players and obviously have some very good players on the back end. They've got some talented players up front. Um, but when you watch these two teams play head-to-head, especially in the, over the course of the last three games where St. Louis has won all 3 um, and I think they've won four straight against them. They St. Louis just looks like the better team in every area. I mean, Nashville's power play is terrible right now. They're last in the league. They went out and traded for Wayne Simmons, who has the second most power plays in the NHL going back to 2013, 2014. So, obviously, they're hoping he can help in that area. But you watched them on the power play last night. It didn't look like uh, – it didn't look any different than how it's looked all season long. They started their backup goaltender, albeit in a, back, in a, in a back-to-back situation. But – uh, listen, if the Blues face Nashville in the first round of the playoffs, there will be zero intimidation on St. Louis's end. I think they're as confident as any team in the league right now, no matter who they face, but they certainly have a lot of confidence against the Nashville Predators.
1: But you said in the past, and this is before, this incredible streak by the Blues, but ha- haven't you said that you want to avoid Winnipeg if you can in that first-round matchup?
3: I think so, just because, you know, they're a team who, you know, last year they get to the conference final, and you know they made a move at the trade deadline they bring in Kevin Hayes for the New York Rangers that gives them a little more um stability down the middle i mean he's a good player kind of like what Paul Stastny did for them last year and you know last year they get to the conference final lose to Vegas and you just wonder sometimes you know when a team gets to the conference final or goes deep usually they follow that up maybe with meeting the expectations the thing is about Nashville or excuse me Winnipeg is that they can play any style i mean they can beat you up they can play a fast game. They can beat you with special teams. They've got a goaltender who, you know, uh, is proven. I mean, he was a Vezina finalist last year, so he obviously had a good season last year. Can he follow that up again in the playoffs this season? Obviously, we're going to wait and find out. Um, but the Blues play good against the Winnipeg Jets, too. But I think if you asked or took a poll in the Western Conference you're not going to find any team out there that would volunteer to play Winnipeg, especially early in the playoffs. You take your chances if you win a round or two and you face the Winnipeg Jets. But I think right now, I think most people would probably say they're the most dangerous team in the Central Division. Um, but St. Louis is catching up fast. The way they're playing, this is no fluke, guys. This is, this is you know. I talked to Doug Armstrong about this the other day on trade deadline day because I asked him how surprised he was um, with the way the season has gone. And he said he was way more surprised – with their struggles than he was with how they're playing over the course of the last month or so because this is what he expected from this hockey team. So, you know, how long this continues or how long it lasts remains to be seen. But, again, the Blues are going to enter the playoffs feeling good about their game, and they should.
2: Strick, what has changed with Tyler Bozak's game? He's been very productive over the last 10 games especially.
1: Look at that observation. Charlie, good observation. Wow, how about that? Um, Can you believe they gave Berglund's be- number to Bozak? My God! That's all that
2: Martin cares about is the fact <laughs> that look, Martin cannot focus on anything in life other than the fact that they gave Delzato number forty-two. He's just he's just torn well, up about
3: expecting this. Uh, David as his number to get hung, uh, you know, down from the rafters. No, like, let me tell you, there's no. you know when Al McInnes left the the uh, Calgary Flames, they handed number two over immediately to Mike Commodore disrespectful you know, so, that was a
1: mistake i'm going to call up the calgary sports radio today and be, <laughs> uh, wait on hold to bitch about it
3: and i don't disagree but i think the blues showed plenty of respect by holding off as long as they did now could they have held off a little bit longer um you can make that argument would have, i'll tell you Burt this
1: bert would not have <laughs> let this happen okay bert would not have let this happen
3: you know the good question is, is how does tyler bozak feel about this because he played 9 <laughs> seasons in toronto wearing number 42 so I wonder if he asked for 42 when he came here, and he, it wasn't given to him. I would honestly,
1: I would have rather had gone to a guy that you signed to a three-year deal, that's a big free agent acquisition, than a guy who's a yep. you know a journeyman kind of defenseman. God bless him. That was more my point. I don't really care. I've had a lot of fun <laughs> with it. People are fired up on, and and then people like, point. And, pe- point. and people were saying, well, he wasn't that great. Of blue. Huh. I'm like, you know, he's fifth in games played, sixth in goals scored. That's all I'm pointing out. Del he was Zotto. your captain. He was your captain. Yes. I think Strick's walking back into a agreeing with me. But, but
2: Martin's it. lying because he does absolutely care. You do it's care. all he's talked well, about no, I don't for care
0: 24 a, hours. That was the first thing he mentioned yesterday when you find out about the
1: No, moment. I don't like it. It doesn't keep me up at night. I think it does. I, I think would, it does. I would give that 42 <laughs> to somebody who's coming. Like I would have given it to a Bozek if he asked for it. I think with a guy who's getting traded for a six-round pick who may or may not play on most nights, I think that's where I would hold off. That's all. No, it's fair.
3: Listen, to, to kind of speak your guys' language and to get your attention, I remember having this conversation with Ray Langford, who was real appreciative <laughs> that that the Cardinals didn't give out number 16 for a long, long time after he left and went over to the San Diego Padres. So, you know, this is nothing new. I, listen, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sit here and say I disagree with you because I don't completely disagree, but... At the end of the day, sometimes you just turn the page and move on because somebody's going to wear it at some point. Correct. And it's not. It's not. It's not number sixteen. It's not twenty-four. It's not two. I didn't like the fact that two players, not one, have worn number forty-four in the past. Even though Daryl Sidor had been a two-time Stanley Cup winner, and Jason Arnott obviously had a long career. He's a veteran player and wore number forty-four for a long time. You know, some of those numbers in an organization are sacred. 44 to me is a sacred number, and I would think the Blues are going to retire that before too long. 42, listen, they held out for a couple of years, but at some point you got to move on.
1: Fair enough. And Tyler Bozak, I'm sorry, Charlie, you had a great question. Bozak himself is playing great hockey.
3: Well, he's just a veteran guy, you know. So sometimes, you know, the adjustment of coming to a new team when you've been with one organization for nine seasons, like I said, I, I think that's much easier said than done. I mean, it's not easy to, to change you know, your your life around when you've only known one team your entire career and all of a sudden you're in a new city, new teammates, team struggling, you're trying to find your role, you're not contributing offensively. Um, listen, it had to be tough for him, there's no doubt, but the patience has paid off. And, you know, last season he had 11 goals. He's in position to finish with more than that than he had last year. He was a third-line player last year. I think he's kind of fit that role now although he's a second-line center with Braden Shen moving over to the wing, who skated today. David Perron also skated. We could see both of those players, or one of them, in the line on Friday in Carolina. We'll see how they feel after practice tomorrow. But in the case of Tyler Bozak, I mean, this guy's made some – you know, he does some things that people don't always realize. You know, the backside pressure, getting back, you know, winning important faceoffs on both ends of the ice, having a good stick, you know, just making small area plays, that's what he's best at. And I think he's been pretty good for this hockey club during this streak because if you watch last night's game guys i don't think there's one player you could say that didn't have a good game you know i mean everybody played well last night
1: and they stood up for each other this is something going back to even a year ago where they'd get pushed around and it was hard to watch and now everybody's kind of jumping in i realize the chemistry is great when you're winning everyone's having fun but i i just you do see a collective approach that maybe wasn't there over the last even i'd say year and
3: even robert thomas getting in the face of P.K. Subban when Subban fell on top of Oscar Sundquist. You know, I mean, I, I totally agree with you, Martin. Uh, again, you are showing the fact that you've had family living in Canada because you are <laughs> turning into to quite the hockey guy. That's a quality observation on your end. I'll give you credit because I couldn't agree more. And, you know, you look at the force line last night, you know, they're <laughs> playing more minutes. But, you know, and Barbashev, and Blade, these guys have played together in the minors, I mean, we don't talk about chemistry in relation to a fourth line, but that fourth line has great chemistry. Look how physical they were last night and how much energy they provided for this hockey club, especially on home ice where it was a playoff crowd last night. I mean, you've got to get the fans a lot of credit last night. They were really, really into it. I mean, with every hit, every call made by the official they were reacting to, it was just a fun atmosphere. But they may have been their second-best line last night behind Tarasenko and O'Reilly, who continue to put on a show every single night, even when they don't score.
1: Six two two blue. Andy Strickland, Fox Sports Midwest. By the way, you call that number. You may not get tickets pretty soon. You better get on it. Six two two blue. Strick will host Hockey Sense Friday four o'clock from Schneidhorst. Um, Was this Mama Kachuk thing real, or are you just messing with us?
3: Uh, no, it's 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 kind of a combination of the two. I actually uh, talked to Keith wait. again yesterday. And he says he's not allowing her to do any interviews. He's made an executive decision. So he's, he's he told her no more. No more interviews. Oh, so he said man. no. But um,
1: Maybe we'll just cold he, call her on the air and just not tell called. her that it's a radio show. That usually works out. <laughs>
2: That's hilarious.
1: Strick, great to talk to you. Uh, say hi to Tarasenko. He and Charlie are very tight.
2: We're buds.
3: No, I will. And I apologize for not being in the studio. You know I love my Wednesdays.
2: Yeah, we love our Wednesdays too. Can you have Vladdy say... Happy Mardi Gras, everybody.
3: Happy Mardi Gras. Why? Is that a TV thing you're trying to do? like, No, oh, wow. no Halloween. Was, they, they had a
1: Halloween game, Come and he was on man. the mic at Enterprise a year ago. would have been Scott Trade, and he's on the microphone, being interviewed, star of the game. And then <laughs> was, he's like, happy Halloween, everyone, as they're leaving Enterprise. So we would, <laughs> we've always wanted him to announce each holiday.
2: <laughs> I think he would do that, too. We need to get That's a 590 funny. microphone. And just have Vladdy ring off all the different holidays, and we'll use it throughout the year. President's I think we Day. learned a
3: lot about each other and ourselves this season, that it's a long year. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And things can change very, very quickly. Yeah, and I hope you enjoy the ride, because it certainly is, uh, who knows how long this is going to last. But it's been, nobody saw this coming. If they told you they saw this coming, they're absolutely Lying, so things can change so so quickly. So it's been amazing. You
1: know, you let's know? hope it doesn't change at this point. That continues to be a great ride. Strick, we'll talk to you soon.
3: Okay, sounds good. Take care.
2: See you, buddy. LA. Yeah, happy
3: Halloween to everyone. Thank you for support.
2: You know, uh... it love is. it. That's all you. He's need. such a nice guy. Yes,
0: and you stole those cards from those kids to get the autograph. I
2: did not steal the cards at all. There were a lot of leftovers. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Vladimir Tarasenko <laughs> visiting those special needs kids at Promise Christian Academy, every single one of those kids. I'm guessing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to estimate 50, 60-ish kids. Every one of them got two autographed cards and an autographed special Vladimir Tarasenko hat.
1: Cool. You, you know who loves the blues, your neighborhood schnooks, and you can go in and get the LGB special. Just go to the deli counter, half pound of lunch meat, get another half pound, and then a half pound of cheese, all of it. For under 10 bucks, I think, is it eight ninety nine. I think it's eight ninety nine. The Blues Special at your neighborhood, Schnucks. There are more than ever because they added the 19 shop and saves, so there are now 19 more than there were a year ago. Think about it, Charlie. Also, schnooksdelivers.com. Plus 19. Plus 19.
0: God, like a plus minus. Like a hockey player. Yeah. it's a good, good one. Schnucks plus, plus 19. Ooh. They're
1: plus minus. How about plus 19? You can save money at the deli with this great deal. Get your rewards. Pile up that money kind of fun you get to decide when you want to cash them out what you do Charlie, is to have the misses just kind of load them up load them up and then you go you take all the uh rewards say, oh what do
0: we got Rewar- oh yeah we'll use that today a couple candy bars i saw Schnook delivers <laughs> is now gonna be maybe expanding into alcohol i
2: saw that delivering booze within an hour
0: or so yeah. i was reading
1: yeah. your blues playoff game. that's pretty cool Shorts right there delivers.com just enough time i believe for the end of the day
3: the end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day?
1: At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone
3: they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, yeah, I don't want to do this.
0: The longest winning streak I could find for the Blues against Nashville, and this was just a quick look through hockey references, six from 2012-2013 uh, through the 2013-2014 season, perhaps you're thinking about the 11-game winning streak the Blues had against the Phoenix, Arizona, Glendale, Coyotes.
1: Mesa. That
0: was for a number of years.
2: Uh, I'll look it up.
0: There was okay. a. There
1: was. I'll, I will
2: find. I'll text the Blues PR people. <laughs> Isn't it surprising that Arizona still has a team? By the way, yes. I feel like they've gone through all the. They had the gambling issue. They're never good. I feel like they're always being talked about for 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 moving relocation, and yet they're still there.
0: Uh, Seth Maness was released by the Royals. He was on the AAA team last May. He's getting ready to be a uh, pitcher for the High Point. Rockets starting their inaugural season in the independent league ball area. His new pitching coach? How about Frank Viola? Wow, Viola, how yeah, about Viola. How about that for Former a name? Former Twin, beat yeah. the Cards
1: in the World Series. Cy Course. Young, did he get one? I'd say yes. Also pitched for the Mets. Frank Viola. Well, in Maynus, I'd be back in North Carolina, right? I it was a North Carolina guy. So
0: yes. Uh, Steve Phillips reporting: The Phillies are no longer that optimistic about their chances of signing. Bryce Harper. They might be looking to spend their stupid money on Craig Kimbrel, possibly. As uh, also reported, that the Giants are meeting with Harper for the second time, or have already this week. I, Tuesday, hope, I hope. I hope Bryce
2: goes to the Dodgers. that cool. I feel like that just makes sense. Yes. Bryce
0: Harper and Chuck, LA. Chuck likes to front runners and the big teams to win. So no, he doesn't no. want the
1: little guy. LeBron and Bryce and Demoff all in the same market of L.A. How
0: about that? Hello, Bryce. Would you like to go to a Rams game? <laughs>
2: Frank Viola, Cy Young, 1988.
0: How about the 10 catchers to catch the most since 2005, not named Yadier Molina? We've guessed a lot of them already, so you could probably guess. You mean
1: for the Cardinals? For the Cardinals, not
0: named Yadier Molina. Most games caught. As his backup. Since 2005? Yeah, so that was his first full year as starter.
2: I'm going to say, because Tony Cruz was here a good, what,
0: four Years? He leads. Tony Cruz leads. Did he
2: leave and come back?
1: Had, or no? This is
0: based on at bats. He had five hundred and two at bats as a catcher for the Cardinals from two thousand eleven through two thousand fifteen. Gary
1: Bennett next.
0: Gary Bennett is third, two hundred and ninety-nine. LaRue wasn't here very long. Larue is second. He yeah, was here long enough though. Three hundred and ten. Longer than I thought. Two thousand and eight through two thousand ten when he got kicked in the head. So he was here for a couple more seasons. So those three. Can you guess any of the other ones? Gerald Laird? No. Gerald Laird season. checks in at ninth. Eighth. Peña's
2: gotta be last, right? Francisco, Francisco Pena. Pena is uh fourth. No, I'm sorry. I meant Brian Pena.
0: Oh Brian Pena, he's not last. There are a lot of Ed Easley, if you remember him, Mike this is where we need to Charlie would remember all the oh, people.
1: He got called up in April. And then they sent him back the next week. You're like,
0: what? Carson Kelly's six. How about David Fries? David Fries is uh, last with one at bat as a catcher. The other ones that you missed, Gary Bennett, Einar Diaz we mentioned. Eric Fryer checks in at seventh. Ooh, he was uh, good. Gerald Laird, eighth. Kelly Stanett, ninth. A.J. Perzinski, tenth. Remember how
2: Eric Fryer, didn't he hit like one double or one triple? Like, walk off. And wear. everybody loved him. And then they had to, what? Let him go. Put on waivers. Then he played for the Pirates. Maybe and, I think and he, he had yeah. a big hit against. He us. like
0: rocked for like, like two or three days in Pittsburgh. And we're like, why yes. did we let this guy go? From Columbus, Ohio, Ohio I State believe. guy. Yes. Uh, finally, uh, Strick mentioned. I don't know what he meant by "let me talk your language." I thought that was a little insulting. It, it was, was very insulting. baseball. It was but, baseball. but he did mention Ray Langford and how he was thankful that he uh, the Cardinals didn't give out his number for a few years after he was traded. I, this is one of my favorite Wikipedia. Uh, entries only because I'm pretty sure Ray wrote it. And This says Langford was traded from St. Louis to San Diego during the 2001 season for Woody Williams. Criticism of his always high strikeout totals helped prompt the trade even though he had continued to be more productive statistically than many of the other outfielders receiving playing time in St. Louis including journeyman utility player Craig Paquette and rookie Kerry Robinson. At the time of the trade Langford was slugging an impressive 496. And maintaining a 345 on base despite a disappointing batting mark of 235. His numbers, though, had declined as he increasingly found himself in a bench role as the season progressed. He responded to the trade well, however, betting 288 for the rest of the year in San Diego under the tutelage of eight time batting champ Tony Gwynn.
2: This is good right here. <laughs> Eric Fryer, 2016, 41 plate appearances for the cards. Guess his batting average.
0: I've already looked at this. all at let Martin.
2: His average against the Cardinals? No, no. With the Cardinals before they moved on from him. Forty one plate appearances that year in twenty sixteen.
1: Three 345. Who I'm sorry, was this Eric Fryer? Eric Fryer. No, I thought you
2: were talking about <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric Fryer. We're going back here. Lawrence Mullen Frank. Uh, two eighty. Three sixty eight wow. with the Cardinals. Then he goes to the Pirates, hits two eighteen following year, bats one fifty five, and no longer in the big leagues. But a good guy.
0: What a good guy. He did go um, two for four with three RBIs and a double in his first game with Pittsburgh that happened to be against St. Louis. <laughs> I think for a little bit, we just kind of found that a little funny. That's the end of the day. That is the end of the day, Chuck. What Mark. is wrong? What's, was, going, what's on going on here? Going on? Are you in vacation no, mode already? I had, a little, I had a little
1: housekeeping I had to do there. And I had, I had written out a couple things to get to, which we're not going to have time. One of them was Matt who ran home earlier because he thought he left the oven on. I thought it deserved a follow. It was off air. Was the oven we'll actually? Come on, on quick! Mario. Twenty seconds, quick! We'll be, let's was go. Was the oven actually on? It was not. No. Okay. okay. But man, okay. but
3: man, I, but, man, I, I was a hundred percent confident that I can just completely ignored that, and I was freaking out as soon as I got here. It's a great it's cover, though, because oh, they man. can't deny
1: you. Because then, if your house burns down, then it's your employer's fault. So you about? say, "Hey, I gotta go. I gotta where are you going, Frank? Where are you going?
3: I wasn't thinking uh, that. Uh, Monique left the oven on. He's I actually just, feel like a huge oh, jerk. There. Jim Hewer's a saint among all people. Where are you going?
2: Tammy (laughs) Joy's (laughs) bartender.
0: Oh my. Wow, 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 I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i just saying
2: risky,
3: risky, wow. Charlie, don't throw, sto- oh, it's not really don't no, throw stones in glass houses, it. oh, wow, oh, stop. oh, stop. oh
2: stop. stop, hey, drop out of it just to be safe Ooh. though, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid, Look, so like that cut in again for a picture, great
1: topic, where are you going, the answer is Offenberg Hyundai, because you are looking for a new car, make sure you see my friends at Offenberg Hyundai O'Fallon, Illinois, Highway 64, Greenmount Road, is the exit it's easy to get to 10 15 minute ride from downtown st louis brand new showroom service center great service great cars it's what the offenberg name has been all in a car and because it's hyundai you know you're getting great value cars that will last a long time first manufacturer that came up with the 10-year 100,000 mile warranty. Offenburghunday.com or stop by in person in O'Fallon, Illinois. And Hot Shots
0: in O'Fallon, Illinois on March 7th. TMA right on Live corner, right yes. around the corner. Buy a car, go to Hot Shots uh, in O'Fallon and uh, win a date with Doug. All you got to do is just uh, meet a 590 staff member there to get a raffle ticket. They'll draw names. There'll be a trivia contest to determine the winner. This is all next week, March 7th, O'Fallon, Illinois. The Hot Shots for TMA Live. And this Friday, Hot Shots in Fenton, a show from 10 to 4. The station will be broadcasting from for the anheuser Bush opening day ticket giveaway event that will be kicking off that day. Friday, Hot Shots of Fenton.
1: The Hardline, coming to you right next here on Five Nine the Fam.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell.